0: On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space,
1: as you are planning, know yourself, right, and know what works for you. Are you somebody who's open to, all right, today it's Tuesday, I'm about to head to the airport and hop on whatever flights available, or are you that person that has your trips planned out, your vacations planned out for like the next two years? Or are
0: you somewhere in the middle? Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, We release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit CultivatingHerSpace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating
1: Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist,
0: and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be.
1: Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? And contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D R D O M I N I Q U E B R O U S S A R D.com to schedule a free 15 minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Okay. Our quote of the day. And lady, this quote is an affirmation for you as you listen to this episode. I deserve an abundant and joyful life. And all things are conspiring for me to have it. I'm going to say that one more time so you can pause and rewind and say it with me. I deserve an abundant and joyful life. And all things are conspiring for me to have it. That quote comes to us from Sharon Lynn. All right, now, T, you know how we do. I know how we do. (laughs) When you hear that quote and you think about our topic for today, what comes up for you?
0: Well, first, I love the quote down. I think this is a quote that we can literally, it's like a mantra or affirmation we can state in the mirror daily. And I think it relates to all, it can relate to any topic in life. But when it comes to traveling, I love this because first, let's, let's break it down a little bit. So first, yeah. I deserve an abundant and joyful life, right? When you're traveling, especially at this age and stage in life, like I remember years ago, I, I would stay in a Roche Motel because I was like, "This, this is what my dollar can afford. These days, yeah. I'm bougie. So I will definitely pay pay the extra money to have a good experience that I can remember and cherish. And so it's all about luxury as much as I can afford these days. And then the second part about all things conspiring for me to have it. I think that's just a a mantra that I love to just, I love to tap into that energy on a daily. But when it comes to traveling, I think this right here speaks to the mindset. Like, you believing that yes. everything is conspiring to for your good, right? And I think it's so important because traveling can be so unpredictable and so chaotic. And I remember there have been times where a flight was delayed or something happened unexpectedly, but because I had the right mindset, it allowed me to have a better experience and allowed me to just embrace whatever was happening at the moment and just go with it when, when other people were being chaotic or they were angry or whatever might be happening. So I feel like this definitely relates to travel and traveling with ease. What about you, Don? What do you think?
1: Yeah. You know, when I hear that, that second part, like I think what you spoke to about, like those times when travel is chaotic, right? Because I know that like I, during the holiday season, especially, right? Like I'm one of those people that's traveling during the holiday season because my family is not in the same city as me. And so that, every everything is just chaotic, and I think this this quote is a good affirmation, a good mantra to like repeat so that you can kind of tone and remind yourself that you know what I'm gonna get there safely, and I'm gonna have a good time when I do get there right that and and acknowledging also within that. That it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work out how you planned it, right? Cause I think about the, the airport debacle of Christmas 22 when there were several people, hundreds of people who weren't able to be with their families on Christmas day, right? And we're forced to have to like rearrange and renegotiate plans. But I think when you're sitting with this mantra, it's a reminder that all hell may look like it's breaking loose right now, but it's going to get figured out. And I'm going to get to my destination. So I just think that it's gonna be this is this mantra will serve as a constant reminder. And also that in general, like I deserve. Full stop. Like I deserve. I'm taking this trip. I deserve it.
0: Amen. We're not checking the work email. We're not responding to people on Slack. No, I deserve.
1: I although, love it. Although. But. I will say that sometimes, because if you have if you have the privilege of having a remote situation, mm-hmm. sometimes you might yeah. be in a in a beautiful tropical location
0: and still be working. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, oh, there yes, are those I got you. The distinction. Yep. Mm-hmm. If it's vacation, mm-hmm. honestly, I was speaking to myself because I definitely have, have had a habit of being on vacation and be like, well, let's just scroll down because I'm not doing nothing else. Mm-mm. But you, right, yeah. sometimes yeah. you're working remotely from a beautiful location. And that actually, that, that's the kind of remote work I support. Mm-hmm. So maybe whether you are a seasoned traveler seeking new insights or you're someone who's planning your very first adventure. I remember planning my first adult trip and I was so intimidated by all the just the planning process as an adult. I was like, oh, my gosh, my parents aren't booking this for me. I got to do it on my own. Hey, Friday, because we're going to help you elevate your travel game. All right. Embark and embark on this journey of discovery and so stay tuned for pro tips secrets and all that good stuff that we're going to share practical advice for traveling with ease so Dom let's talk about some of your favorite places where have you been what would you like about it what's your favorite place all that all that good stuff
1: well you know I have traveled quite a bit internationally and domestically, but honestly, internationally, I've done the Caribbean islands. That's the farthest that I've gone, right, is the Caribbean islands and Mexico. So I've done multiple places in Mexico. I've done Turks and Caicos, Trinidad, Jamaica, Dominican Republic. I feel like there's some others that I'm, that's not coming to me right now, but Cuba. Ooh, St. Martin. I haven't done Cuba yet.
0: Okay. Oh, St. Martin. Okay. You got some good places though. Those are all really great yes. locations. Yeah. And what was your favorite one and why? Hands down, my favorite
1: is Jamaica. Okay. I've been to Jamaica multiple times. I could go to Jamaica once a year, maybe twice. I don't know. I, I love Jamaica because the people. Mm-hmm. I love us right like you I, you land in jamaica and the people look like you and they they everybody is treating you like you belong mm-hmm. right and we don't always get that in the states let's, you know let's just be real mm-hmm. but in jamaica like everybody makes you feel like you're at home like you're family like yeah. And let's not talk about the food and the music like I yeah, I just love
0: Jamaica. <laughs> Jamaica's <laughs> lit. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Hey lady, it's Terry here. Dom and I want to take a moment to thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast. We love you for real and we want to give you a chance to learn more about what's important to us. So tell us what you think about this. Imagine a world where you have a chance to get featured on the
1: Cultivating Her Space podcast and share your business brand, or perspective with millions around the globe. Imagine joining our monthly virtual video check-ins where you can connect with like-minded Black women like you and share your ideas and episode suggestions with Terry and I. Now I want you to imagine a world where you're in the exclusive Cultivating Her Space Sanctuary Slack channel and throughout your day and week, You are conversing with us about what's happening in your life and sharing funny gifts and your
0: personal wins. How does that sound? Hopefully this is up your alley, lady, because we are taking things to the next level this year and we're doubling down on investing in our community. That means you. Yay! We want to meet you, connect with you, and create communities of genuine women who love on Black women and push our culture and movement forward. We launched this podcast in 2019, and to date, we have not missed a week. We've been great stewards of our platform, all while working full-time and navigating our own ups and downs. We release fresh new content every single Friday, like clockwork, and we have hundreds of valuable episodes and workshops that can really help you up-level your life. So if you love our mission, or you've gotten value from us, we invite you to give back and help us push this community effort forward. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click Patreon. You can learn more about our goals and exclusive offerings on Patreon, and we highly, highly encourage you to join the Sister Frontier so that you can get some one-on-one time with us. We also have an option for you to donate on a one-time basis if that meets your needs. Again, herspacepodcast.com, and you can click that link that says Patreon. All right, lady. We'll hop right back into the conversation. But what about for you? I'm having flashbacks So when I was in Jamaica. I, I would say I've been to a few Caribbean islands. I, right before the pandemic actually, had a chance to go across the pond, I want to say. So I had a chance to go to Madrid and Barcelona, Athens, Cairo, Egypt. But my favorite place, Dom, was definitely Mykonos. And mm-hmm. what had happened was my husband and I were in Athens and I was just Googling, trying to figure out what to do. I feel like Athens, Athens was cool. Like we had a chance to go to some historic sites, but we like saw, I think, one black person. And so we definitely did not have that same vibe that you got from Jamaica. I feel like anytime people saw us, they were like, what are the blacks doing here? Like, it was just like this, what, why are they here? You know, that was yeah. the vibe we got, the way they look at you, not very inviting. And so I remember us sitting on the bed in the Arab- this beautiful Airbnb that we got and I was like, "Let's go to Mykonos." He was like, "When?" I'm like, "Right now." So literally, I have never in my life done this down, but we literally wow booked the flight like an hour before the flight was taken off, packed our shit up quick, headed to the airport. I felt like such a boss. I was like, "I've never done this before. I need to do this more." Just like wake up, like, "Let's go to this island." And we ended up staying for a few days. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, just incredible!" So that was definitely my favorite place. They had really great food at the at the hotel that we stayed at, and so. Yeah, that's what I'd say. The view—it was the views for me. The windmills were cute. It was the it was the views—the blue water, okay. the white buildings, all that good stuff. So, shall we jump into these tips? Yes. Okay, ladies. So we broke it up into categories for you, ladies. So first, we're going to talk about planning your trip like a pro. So, Don, what are some of your best practices for planning, and then I can I'll chime in and share mine throughout.
1: You know. Well, one, I think it's important to have an idea of the places that you want to visit, right? So one of the things that I've seen, I haven't had the opportunity to experience this just because I am not that person. But yeah, there I've seen where people will, like how you talked about what you all did in Greece, right? Mm -hmm. Where people have a list of places that they want to travel to. And what they might do is they might go to the airport and say, OK, last minute flights like they pack a bag for a tropical location. Let's say tropic, tropical location is where they're trying to go. And they get to the airport and they're like, what's the last like last minute flights like what's available for a good deal? And they go. Right. That's not why I am in lines. That would give me anxiety because like I need to know ahead of time where I'm going to be. But for some people, that really works, right? And they could get amazing deals being open to traveling at the last minute, right? And as I say traveling at the last minute, they may have planned for weeks that, okay, on these dates, I'm going to take a vacation. I don't know where I'm going. I'm going to just show up at the airport and see what's available, right? Wow. That's <laughs> not where I am in life. And so I, I point that out to say, as you are planning, know yourself right? And know what works for you. Are you somebody who's open to, all right, today it's Tuesday. I'm about to head to the airport and hop on whatever flights available. Or are you that person that has your trips planned out, your vacations planned out for like the next two years? Or are you somewhere in the middle? I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, I've started keeping a list of like, cause now, like, I am doing a lot more traveling. And so I've started keeping a list. Okay. So, what's the trip? What are the trips that I have planned that I know, like, I have to do for work or that I know are related to family things? And so then that helps me figure out what I, where I have time for other things in between. And so part of that is keeping that organization of it also knowing how many vacation days do I need to have to make all this happen? Like, am, lady, you want to think about, okay, or do you have a job where you get two weeks paid vacation and anything else? You're taking leave with no pay? Or do you have a job where you have unlimited time off? That's a privilege. Oh, I wish I had that privilege. But or do you, are you someone who has unlimited time off? Or do you, like, you need to know as part of your planning how many vacation days you have per year, per paycheck, per pay period, and actually doing a check to see where as you're planning your vacation, where you are in available time off mm-hmm. because while you're sitting here saying i'm gonna take a two week trip to to europe and the mediterranean and parts of africa your work calendar might be saying boy you only got five vacation days so what you gonna do
0: thanks yes yeah, that would not be a good <laughs> a good situation those are good though Dom. it makes me think about well, one as like a big planner one of the things i love to do is put reminders on the calendar for when i need to check in for the flight just oh yes i do that for mm-hmm. the return i do that as soon as i book the flight i put it on google calendar the day before so it's like checking for my flight and i do it for the return leg of the trip and i just do that to get it out the way so that i don't forget because i want to make sure i'm in one of the first boarding groups if you're not flying southwest right so you can choose your seats and you can board quickly or board first. And then also ideally get some storage space above, you know, in the storage bin. So I love to do that. I would say also setting an intention or understanding what is my intention for the trip? Because sometimes it's a trip for rest. I remember going to Hawaii years ago and it was just so beautiful and there was no agenda. Like we basically stayed on the property for the most part for the whole time. And it was just rest. But then when we went to Paris, it was like, we gonna milk this trip. We're gonna do as much as possible. Go to the lose and go all the to the things. see all the mm-hmm. things. So understanding, like, what is the intention? Especially if it's a group trip. So you can let your friends know. Like, girl, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be on a property. I'm gonna be at the bar. Like, y'all can go do your thing. Right. Set your intention. I would say also take a look at these online vacation planning cheat sheets because they have these calendars that let you know what days you should take off to maximize the days that we already have off, right? So there, this year, right? While you're listening to this episode, in our year of 2023, there is, at the end of the year, there's a certain, I think I can take off eight days from my full-time job and end up having a 17-day vacation because of, and this is consecutive, 17 Uh consecutive days. And I found that out by looking at these planners online. So you can literally like Google vacation planning cheat sheet or which day should I take off to maximize my vacation time. So definitely do that. You can also use AI. So whether it's chat GPT or another tool and have it plan out an itinerary for you. Maybe you don't know what's going on in the area. You can use a tool like that to kind of give you an idea of what type of itinerary you want to create when it comes to planning. you have an idea?
1: Also, as you're saying that, the other Mm -hmm. thing that comes up is thinking about the weather,
0: right? So
1: if... You're traveling to a place that has a rainy season. Well, you might want to know when's that rainy season, because then that means that's going to impact your trip. That's also going to impact what you need to pack. And we'll come to that in a second. But like it'll impact that is going to have an impact on your trip. You might not want to be in Greece when it's pouring down raining every day. Mm -hmm. That might not be what you're trying to do. And yes. so, or maybe it is, maybe you're trying to have like a rainy experience. And so knowing the weather patterns for folks coming to the States, like hurricane season is half of the year, mm. but there's a part of the year where hurricane season is more active. And so maybe you don't want to travel to build that those areas of the states that tend to be more affected by hurricanes during that turn. Or if you are going to travel during that turn, you want to plan to have travel insurance mm-hmm. or purchasing non-refundable, I mean refundable, sorry, refundable tickets so that in the event there's something weather-related, you can rearrange your trip with no extra cost to you. So these are the things, those are things that you definitely want to think about as well.
0: Yes, yes. I love that, Dom. I'm going to throw out some random ones. Now that I have, I'm like an official plant mom. I have these big plants in the home. I have to think about who, like if I'm going for the 17 days, I need to think about who might who's going to water my plants, right? Because I can right. die when I'm gone. So stuff like that. I would say also making digital copies of any important documents and sharing it yes. with a trusted person or be prepared to be able to do that and share your itinerary, especially if you're traveling solo lady, share your yes. location or share your itinerary with a friend who can just kind of monitor your trip and travel. I also like the idea of having a map, some type of physical map, just in mm-hmm. case technology, I'm always like paranoid about technology just being like, fuck y'all and just stop working. And so I'm like, let me just have a backup just in case. So I think that's all I can think of when it comes to planning that you know how it is when you have a podcast. After the episode, we're going to be like, dang, we should have said this. So, lady, as you listen, you're probably going to be like, why do you on it? Why did you mention this? So let us know in the comments on our Instagram at HerSpace Podcast, what else we should have added to this list once you see this episode drop and we post about it.
1: And also in terms of playing, I just want to add yes. in that you want to budget is a big, big thing, right? Mm-hmm. That people often forget about. I've seen stuff on social media where people are like, I want to be able to travel where budget is not an option, but budget Mm -hmm. is not an issue. Right. Well, that's all well and good. But the reality is you should have a budget when you are taking a trip. Right. So that one, you don't come back broke. And two, like you're going to be eating ramen for the next month because you spent all your coins on your trip. But two, it helps you have an idea of what type of experience you really want to create, right? And so everybody, and also when you're traveling with other people, it's a good idea to have a budget so everybody's on the same page. Because if everybody's coming in with, we're not in everybody's pockets. If everybody is coming in with different, ideas of what their, what their budget is, y'all not going to be on that yacht that costs $5,000. If Two people said, well, I only had, I only budgeted $100 for a boat excursion. Well, unless a couple of y'all saying, well, I'm going to cover everybody because I, I budgeted for that, then y'all stuck. And y'all are in a, y'all are having conflict trying to figure out what you're going to do for this excursion. And so then that also leads to this piece about communication, right? So having converse, clear conversations with the people that you're traveling with so that you, everybody is on the same page of what this trip will look like, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. If you're all coming from different destinations. Okay. So what's the plan for when are we trying to arise right and what's the what's the budget are we is this a rest vacation or is this a heavy excursion vacation is this a we we're winging it with our outfits or we have a few days where we need to be color coordinated come on now Right. like So you want to have those conversations because then that helps you plan
0: accordingly. And speaking of planning accordingly, there's nothing worse than traveling and feeling sick or tired or having your energy levels fluctuate as you travel, especially when you have a toddler. Okay, let's be real. (laughs) You already know parenting takes a lot out of you. All right. And I haven't found anything that gives me energy without making me crash. And I'm not really a coffee person. And I feel like energy drinks, they make me jittery. But since I've started using Magic Mind, I found that this little shot has improved my morning so much. It's also really great for busy seasons in life, whether I'm traveling or Dom. Remember when we were preparing for our live show? Girl, we were chugging those Magic Mind shots, all right? right? Magic Mind is the way to go. So, lady, if you're planning a trip or you just want more mental energy, focus, or you want to increase productivity... Add Magic Mind to your shopping cart, okay? You can thank us later.
1: For real. See, I think you bring up some valid points about Magic Mind and how helpful it was with all the hecticness and the energy that was required to do the live show. I think about the energy that's required when you're traveling or even just getting through your day-to-day. I love Magic Mind because it allows me to drink less coffee and there's no crash midday or the need to like re-up on your caffeine intake later on. Magic Mind has all natural ingredients that are sourced from the best suppliers, and it complements any of your dietary preferences. So there's no sugar, it's nut-free, it's vegan, keto, and paleo-friendly. So lady, if you're like us, and you wanna have more energy, but you're mindful about what you put into your body, we totally recommend Magic Mind. Visit magicmind.com slash cultivatingher and use code cultivatingher20 and you can get up to 56% off your first subscription or 20% off your one-time purchase. That's cultivatingher20 For 56%
0: off. Hey, and lady, if you're already a Magic Mind subscriber, you can save on your next subscription payment. This is one of those few companies with a 100% money back guarantee. No questions asked. There's really no risk here, lady. If you don't like it, they refund you in three to four hours. So visit magicmind.com slash cultivatingher and use code cultivatingher20 and you can get up to 56% off your first subscription or 20% off your one-time purchase. Lady, I would highly recommend the 30-pack if I were you. It's the best value. Now, this is one of my favorite parts, the packing. One of the things that I love to do when it comes to packing, Dom, I like to make notes, especially if it's like a themed trip. So we went on a Disney cruise earlier this year. And so because I had never been on this type of cruise or really a cruise in general, I began to make a list of things that I wanted to pack ahead of time. So I I have a standard packing list. It's in sauna. I have like, I usually handle me and my daughter's stuff because, you know, that's I feel like that's what most moms do. It's like, okay, I got the kids, right? So I feel like I have a packing list for her. Where it's like all of the things that she needs for the entire trip, clothing, things in the airport to keep her entertained. I have my own packing list. And then as I was thinking of different things that we were going to do, like we took family portraits. I was like, all right, make sure she has an outfit. And I coordinated, you know, my husband's outfit, my mother-in-law's outfit, just coordinating all that. So Writing things down as you lead up to the trip, so that don't wait to the last minute to pack, especially if it's a long trip. Like try to make notes as you go along, right? So I have this packing list there. I will also say try on all your clothes before you leave. I literally have like a little fashion show in the mirror, trying on my shoes, my whole outfit, and my look before I travel to make sure I can fit them. Because sometimes we gain a little inches, right? We might lose a little weight. You want to make sure you look. You want to look good. You want to feel good in what you're wearing when you travel and not be surprised while you're on the trip. I think if you can try to create some type of versatile capsule wardrobe where you can mix and match pieces, I love to do that with shoes, especially because shoes take up so much space in the suitcase. So I feel like that's something else that I try to do. I have a couple more, done, but I'm going to pass the mic to you and then I'll share more of these after because I got a whole lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the art of packing. So one of the things this year that I've tried to do is I have challenged myself and so far in all of the trips that I've taken, well, no, all except one, all except one trip this year, I have only used a carry-on bag. What? Yes. That's dope. Yes. Yes. So how I do it is with some of the tips that you mentioned, right? So I plan the outfits ahead of time. I coordinate things so that I'm only bringing a couple of pairs of shoes and it matches like they match things match and I try things on ahead of time. So there's very few extras that now also if I'm going to a warmer climate, I will say if I'm go- like you have more space when you you can pack five sundresses as opposed to like the space that five sundresses take up. Mm-hmm. One, one sweater might take up in the
0: winter, right? Yes. So we'll
1: see how I do in the winter with as it gets cold, as the weather gets colder, we'll see how I do with still keeping to that carry on. But I think it makes it so much easier. And what I do is I also pack travel size toiletries, right? Mm-hmm. So I, and, and I will also say, I want to be clear that it can be done to pack just a carry-on because I'm also, and we'll talk more about this in, in a later category, I am also like a germaphobe. And so when I travel, I bring my own sleeping bag insert or sheet covers so that I am not sleeping on the hotel or Airbnb sheets. I bring my own towel. And so, and I pack disposable or throwaway shower shoes. I pack slippers that I wear in the hotel room or the Airbnb. I'm not walking around barefoot or wearing wearing outside shoes. And like none of that is happening. Yes. And so I pack all these things, and everything can still fit in a carrier. Now. What I will say is that it does not leave room for bringing a lot of souvenirs and things back. So if you know that you're planning on bringing back a lot of things, then either you plan on bringing a check bag or you make sure that there's enough space in your carry on for whatever things, whatever souvenirs you're going to pick up.
0: Girl, those are so good. I started doing that recently too, bringing my own towel and a washcloth. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like you told me you did that too. And then I brought my own sheets. We stayed at the Airbnb recently. Child, we walked in there and we, ha- I, we have very high standards for cleanliness and there were stains off white stains, mind you, on the couch. So I went through and I was like, ho, 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 nobody's on the couch wiping stuff down with the Clorox wipe, spraying it with Lysol. Then they had these little decorative pillows on the couch. So I'm like, whoop. Knows one if they clean this, but who knows what people was doing on this couch before we got here? Um, uh-uh. so cleaned everything. Uh, now, what yes. I will say
1: to that <laughs> is that I am not beyond mm-hmm. changing rooms, or if it's an Airbnb, calling the host. Oh yes, sending pictures, uh-huh. and I stayed last year. Went to Martha's Vineyard, and we called the host and was like, "Somebody's got to come and clean up. Okay. This is not appropriate. Like there was hair." i was Mm -hmm. grossed out okay i was i was just i'm not gonna give all the gory details i was grossed (laughs) out but i was we called we called the host and they sent a cleaning crew to come and clean up because no that wasn't appropriate no you wouldn't Uh, stay in this so why would you expect guests to stay in this
0: there you go so yes
1: i'm not beyond if or if i'm at a hotel i will definitely and I have done this multiple times yeah. said I'm not staying in this room I need a new room I know that's
0: right oh when you think about all the other people who are there I'm just like oh my gosh okay a couple more things up when it comes to packing so I would say bring headphones for sure I am very sensitive to noise and so if I'm on the plane and someone's like chomping on their food or they're like snoring loud or just baby crying I just I need to be able to zone out so I bring extra headphones okay the yes. wired headphones and my bluetooth just in case because you yes. got to have an outlet. I would also say a book or something that's non-electronic because sometimes, again, technology, we can't always depend on it. So bringing something that can take your attention away in case you find yourself in a situation where everything dies. and You don't have access to your laptop or your iPad or whatever it might be. I would also but say to oh, that, uh-huh. mm-hmm.
1: we, shouldn't have a, we shouldn't have a situation where your electronics are dying because you're going to bring a portable a charger. charger that yeah. will and that you will charge that before your trip yeah so that you will bring that and I sometimes bring depending on how long I'm going to be going I might bring two so Smart. that we're not taking any chances yes of the electronics dying if you're traveling with kids and you want them to watch something on on the iPad you download multiple things mm-hmm. before you get to the airport so that once you're there it's easy to pull it up you don't have to worry about wi-fi or none of yes. that and do the same for yourself if you know that there are shows that you want to watch a movie or something or a book that you want to mm-hmm. read electronically download all of that before you get
0: to the airport so that it's easy to pull up that is such a great pro tip the had down, I download everything for the baby so that she has stuff to watch. The only thing is, if it's a super long flight, and you're at hundred percent. Sometimes, if it's like a you know international, sometimes the the laptop will die. So just have some backup stuff just for you and the children if you got kids, just in case, right? And I love the double charger, too, Dom. I would say, Dom, you told me about this lock that you have for your door that I ended up getting. So I would say if you can bring some type of special lock for your door, especially if you're tra- traveling traveling so, solo as a woman bring that for sure. So you can make sure you have a double lock on your hotel or Airbnb or wherever you're staying, have a lock for your door and also yes. a carbon monoxide detector. I feel like we've been hearing about that about, recently. Yes. Yeah, about mm-hmm. people just, you know, not knowing or not having updated detectors in their space. And so making sure you have one that you can bring that's portable and a small emergency kit, I would say is the last thing.
1: Yes. And then I would say the other thing is having on the plane the things that you need to feel comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, com- flying out of LAX a lot, I when I'm flying from LAX anywhere, basically, because you're, you're flying, mostly you're flying back east, right? Unless you're going to like Hawaii or Asia. And so usually when I'm headed back east, I'm taking a red eye. And so for me on the red eye, that means I'm going to sleep.
0: Yes. Like that's sleepy
1: time. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you're comfortable. So I bring a blanket. Mm -hmm. And because I'm a germaphobe, my blanket has its own little cover so that it's not as I'm moving about the airport is not getting exposed to other people's germs. I love it. I have a travel pillow that folds up into like a little small little cocoon Mm -hmm. and it has its own cover. Because again, I'm not anything that's getting close to my face. I don't want the airport germs to be all over it. Yes. And so I have all of the, like, I'll attach those things to the outside of my suitcase or my personal bag or backpack so that it's easy, it's not taking up space. It's not taking up valuable luggage real estate. I
0: can ask so, you that. Like where do you put it? So you attach it to your luggage. Mm-hmm. I love yep. that. Yep.
1: And and then I also wear if I'm gonna, whether it's a red eye, any flight more than four hours, I put on compression socks. Mm-hmm. So that I don't have to worry about my feet swelling or any of that, any discomfort if for flights that are longer than four hours. Red eye flights. I bring an eye mask,
0: nice, so that that. it's
1: easier for me to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Some people bring earplugs. I don't need that. It doesn't take much for me to fall asleep, so I can I can knock out on a plane. Like I could have had my full like eight hours of sleep, been fully rested, all the things. It could be two o'clock in the afternoon at a time that I'm not normally going to go to sleep. I get on a plane. And sometimes before takeoff, I am, I don't know what it is about the plane, but I'm, and so I bring all of those things
0: to make it more comfortable for me to sleep. I love all of that, Don. That is so brilliant. And it reminded me of one last thing. I think it's a best practice to not wear shorts or like sandals to the airport unless you're going to bring pants or in socks. Because when you think about going through security, you have to take off your shoes usually. And we'll talk more about that in a second. And then also when I think about shorts, I don't want my legs touching any seats. And okay. So that's
1: yep. that. You?
0: So, now we'll talk about navigating airport chaos. So what are some best practices for just navigating the airport in general, Dom?
1: First of all, why in the year 2023 do we not have, if you are traveling frequently, mm-hmm. do you not have TSA pre-check, global entry, or clear? Yes. I don't, at this point, if you travel more than a few times a year, you need Get to it. have that.
0: Get it's it. so convenient. It's
1: super convenient. Now, I will say, you know. For me personally, what it ends up doing is making me a procrastinator and making me late. You <laughs> be pulled mean, up late. I'm that, like, people that's pu- I'm that person that pulls up <laughs> late like, I know I got 10 minutes before my flight starts boarding, but y'all about Stop. to let me through this pre-check. Stop. That's okay. me. That's me. <laughs> now, don't be like me. Be better than me. However, I will say having pre-check gets or clear yes. gets you through. Faster, the majority of time. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Atlanta, Hartsfield Jackson Airport. Okay, that line is always horrible. So whether you have yes, really? whether you have pre-check or clear, that line is always horrible. So, shout out to Atlanta, not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Just oh, I so thought just I was be prepared. Be prepared. Just be prepared to wait right so like I know that Atlanta is not an airport that I can procrastinate okay can't be running late that's good because I'm not I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss the flight okay so but I what I appreciate about having pre Mm check is that one I don't have to take my shoes off so I can keep my Birkenstocks on Mm -hmm. and get on through because I like to I will say like it's easier I can have my compression socks on with my burks and keep it moving Mm -hmm. and it makes it so much easier you don't have to take anything out of your bag yes another reason why having the carry on works out well because I don't have to worry about like taking anything out
0: exactly I just breeze on through there you go it's so nice walking through, like when you're in typical airports, when you're walking through the TSA line and everyone else is in the long line, I'd be like, I think I'm going to do TSA here or global this. entry mm-hmm. for life because it's just so much more convenient, especially having a little one. And those lines just be ghetto. I will say sometimes if you get to the airport too early, sometimes they don't even have TSA pre check open. And so you just gotta go in with everyone. So def- just plan accordingly. This happened to me at SFO, and I'd be like, damn.
1: Yes. And know your airport, know the rules, right? Because yeah, because sometimes for the red eye flights that I'm take that I take, sometimes TSA is closed. However, what they should do, so you know, know how things are supposed to work, what they are supposed to do is give you a card or some level, something to indicate that you have pre-check. And that you don't have to take your shoes off or take anything out of your bag, even yes. though you're going through the regular line.
0: And they'll usually and, give you that little red slip, right?
1: Yes, okay. yes. So it might be a different color at a different airport, but it's yes. some type of indicator that you don't have to do all the other things that everybody else does. And typically those lines at that time of day or night, those lines aren't that long anyway. So it's not a huge deal because otherwise, you know, I'd probably be putting up a fuss about it.
0: Okay. I will say, down sometimes, so you, lady, if you're not familiar with TSA PreCheck, global entry or clear, you can Google it and you'll get the download. But when you have TSA pre- pre-check, you get a KTN number, right? Yes. And sometimes if you book your flight online and you enter your KTN number, it doesn't show up on the ticket. And so there have been a couple of times where I'm like, okay, cool, well, I got my number. I'm good. Get to the airport. I get up to the, I get up to security. Like I'm already went through the line, get up to security. And like, you don't have TSA pre-check on your, on your ticket. And I'm like, what? but I enter my number. So check your ticket before you even get in line yes. because they will typically make you go back to the counter, which will delay your your process to go get a new ticket printed or you can go to the kiosk. So just check your ticket. Make sure you see it on there if you do have TSA pre-check.
1: Now- That's a pro tip. I will say also seriously. what you can, what makes it helpful is if whatever airlines you tend to most frequently book with, if you have accounts with those, if you have like, Loyalty accounts with any of the airlines, put your known traveler number in there with all of your other information. So then it's more than it's more likely to come
0: up automatically the TSA pre-check. Yes. And while we're at it and talking about navigating the airport chaos, download whatever app. The airline that you're traveling with has, because a lot of times that'll give you updates on delays and you'll get like the latest and greatest on what's happening with the flight before they even announce it over the intercom or update the screens. So, download the app. So, if it's Alaska, download the app, Southwest, whatever it is, download the app. I would say get snacks and water before you board the plane, because sometimes it's not like back in the day when we used to have to get to the airport three hours in advance. Sometimes they be skimping on the snacks. So, make sure you buy your snacks from the Hudson News or whatever spot you're going to hit up in the airport. Get your stuff in your bag. And I like to use the reusable water bottles just so I can, you know, yes. go to the water fountain and don't have to pay the expensive airport prices. We talked about having headphones and your chargers to drown out noise and to charge your stuff. What were you gonna say, Dom?
1: What I would say also is depending on what credit cards you have, and because we don't have any mm. paid sponsorships with any of them, we are not mentioning any by name. What I will say. Is depending on, one, the travel credit cards you have, and two, your level of loyalty or rewards with certain airlines, you might have access to airport lounges. Yes, and Lord. And what I would say, t- oh my gosh, airport lounges are Ooh, clutch. Okay. So clutch. Mm. If you are a person who gets to the airport early enough to enjoy it or you happen to have long layovers. So I've taken advantage of using airport lounges mostly when I've had a long layover somewhere. And so even if you don't necessarily have a credit card or have enough loyalty with a particular airline, you can purchase day of access to the airport lounge. And so depending on how early you get to the airport or if you have a long delay or if you have a long layover, taking advantage of the airport lounge is also something that pulls you out of whatever airport chaos might be happening around you.
0: Yes. Those lounges are amazing with the comfy seats and usually they have good food and it's just it's a whole yes. vibe in there. It's like yes. even luxury. The last couple of things I'll add to navigating airport chaos would be, Dom, you mentioned only having a carry on when you travel. And I think another advantage of only having a carry on is that it makes baggage claim that process a lot easier because you don't have to worry about baggage claim because you got your your bag with you. So if you go, you know, you're going to go get your ride right after you can just literally walk right out of the airport with your stuff instead of waiting at baggage claim. Now, Dom did not mention this, but I know that we are both on the same page with this. And I did this before the pandemic. When I get to my seat, I already have my, my Clorox wipes and spray and I will wipe my shit down like a crazy person. People will look at me like, what is she doing? I wipe down. I like the window seat. So I wipe down the yes, window. Same. I wipe down that whole wall. I wipe down yes. the, the handles on the seat. I wipe down the tray. I wipe down everything. everything. Okay. And if people are not there yet, I wipe down their stuff to the middle and the other seat. I don't want none of them germs. And I usually exactly. wear a mask too. Now, oh, yes. just when i because I'm traveling,
1: we're, mm-hmm.
0: we're in I'm close, close mm-hmm. proximity with other people. And so I wear a mask. I also wipe down the bathroom when I go into the bathroom because I'm just like, people be nasty, y'all. And so now, what I will
1: say is I don't, yeah. I try not to use the bathroom. Plate, really, but that's I, I just me. I, yeah. But I also have not taken flights that have been that long, super long. Okay. So well, what I tend to do, and this is for all my germaphobes out here, you know, we yes. understand each other. What I do is I will use the bathroom before, right before my plane starts boarding. Mm -hmm. And then I'm limiting what I'm, what liquids I'm taking in. Okay. And then I'm using the bathroom as soon as I get off the plane. Yeah. Now, if I were to have like a flight that's like 10 hours or something, there's no way I'm going 10 hours without using the bathroom. And so I would be like you, I would be bringing all the wipes in my gloves and like making sure wiping everything down. And so. You also, I like having the window seat as well. What I would also say is depending on your airline, if you are, if you are of a certain height, pay for that upgrade mm. to get more legroom. There you go. It is so, it's so worth it. Because nowadays a lot of these airlines are making planes like the economy space smaller. Yes. And so it is so worth it to have that extra
0: legroom. As a shorty, I don't have to worry about that, but I do travel with <laughs> tall people, Dom. So I totally understand because they always talk about the lake room. So I feel you there. <laughs> as far as airport cast, I think we pretty much covered that. Now we're going to talk about making accommodations. And so I think there are a couple of things that I would say when it comes to making accommodations. One, read the reviews, okay? Read the reviews, Please. look at blogs online, like see what other people are saying about the space and just. A lot of times you can kind of sense what reviews are genuine, right? Like sometimes you kind of see something like, mm, they get paid to say this? But then there are some genuine reviews where people share pictures and it's just an authentic uh, review and experience. I would say that when it comes to reviews, when we went to Egypt, we read the reviews about the location that we stayed at. And then we also tapped into Airbnb experiences, which was so amazing. And the what I really enjoyed about that is being in Cairo, we didn't, I wanted to make sure we had like a local experience and had a chance to like be in the midst with the locals and like live how they were living. And so one of the experiences in in Cairo was to have dinner with your Egyptian family. That's what it was called. Mm-hmm. And so we had a chance to go with a the couple. They had two young daughters and we still have pictures of this too. Went to their home, ate dinner on the floor. It was such a great experience. We got to be in the neighborhood and kind of see how they lived. And so I think tapping into experiences are really great. We also did like a bike tour in Paris and got to ride around on these electric bikes and go on a tour of the city. So if you can tap into any experiences in the area, definitely look into that as well.
1: Totally with that. And I think also being clear on like understanding where you're staying and what you plan on doing. Right. And what I mean by that is if you are traveling for rest and relaxation. Maybe staying at that five-star hotel in the middle of downtown is not going to be the move because you might not get that rest and relaxation that you're looking for because if you're in the middle of a downtown of a huge metropolitan city, you're going to hear all the city noises. That's not rest and relaxation, right? And so... You want to think about also like, okay, if you're traveling with, let's say you're taking a girl's trip and you're traveling out the country to like a resort. Do you want to stay at the family resort or do you want to stay at the adult only spot? And so, you know, you want to think about, you want to think about what's the vibe, what's the intention for your trip as you are trying to plan where you're going to actually stay
0: amen to that that is a, such a good point so I remember going to New York and being downtown this is when we were recording the podcast yes. years ago and it was so yes. freaking loud I'm like how do people live here every five minutes like in Manhattan just a horn horn I'm like what the hell so yes good point Dom I would also say checking just being aware of local customs and laws like there are certain places where you can't just you can't just do the shit you'd be doing in America or wherever you live. Right. Sometimes, especially I, I feel like with those U.S. folks, we just be going places like, oh, I'm going to school, do what I do at home. And you don't want to end up arrested for blowing right. bubble gum or spitting out on the street or wearing you you wear know, certain pants. mentally clad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. look up the laws and see what's you know, what are you allowed to do there? Because the laws are different and the U.S. is not the international, you know judge for all these other countries and cities so it's important right. to look into that and be aware of how the locals carry themselves and how they you know what their what their norms are oh. and one more thing mm-hmm. depending check, check out, out your you. employer's
1: discounts because depending mm-hmm. on who your employer is you may get some pretty good discounts on hotels airbnb uber Lyft. All of those things. And even there may be discounts on like entertainment things. So like theme parks or concerts. So yes, be aware of, because even if you like luxury, we all could still, you might get more luxury for the price if your employer has a good discount. So be aware of what are, Discount opportunities that are available to you that could allow you to get more for your money.
0: Yes, I almost forgot about that one, Don. That's a really good one because a lot of employers do have those different discount programs. So that's great. I love that you mentioned that one. The last two that I'll mention for this category would be inquiring about local transportation options to and from the accommodation. And then also checking for amenities. So making sure that there's free Wi-Fi or seeing if there is free Wi-Fi, breakfast and parking. And so those are some of the other things that we would mention in that category. Shall we move on to the next? Yes. Staying clean and healthy. Dom, you should lead the way with this one. <laughs> well, we,
1: we've we already mentioned several of them, but I think it's mm-hmm. important to kind of reiterate and, you know, again, I acknowledge that I'm a germaphobe. And so like, I am all about like, what are the things that are going to keep me clean and yes. healthy as I'm traveling? So Terry, you mentioned the wearing a mask. So COVID yes. oh, is still out there. Yeah. Other germs are still out there. Lots of other germs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I'm traveling through the airport and when I'm, but definite, most definitely when I'm on the plane, I'm wearing a mask. And for me, that's protecting myself. That's protecting the people around me. I'm going to still, I still wear a mask when I'm on a plane. I think we also mentioned just wiping everything down. I'm a window seat girl too. And so wiping that whole thing down. What I would also note is wiping above you, like the air, the air vent. Oh, because you know, you might get cold or you might get hot. You might reach up to touch it. Other people have touched that. Mm-hmm. Wipe that down. Definitely wipe the seat belt off because I, I, I don't remember if it was like a dateline 2020, one of those things. And they were talking about the airplane and like just validating my need for.
0: What did they say, carrying, It was like a nasty story.
1: wipes and stuff. So what they were pointing out is that the tray table and the seat belts are the dirtiest spots mm-hmm. on the on the plane. Yeah, outside of the bathroom. And, and so I I wipe down the tray, but I try not to use the tray. Oh, huh? and then because you know people change their baby's yes. diapers on the tray. Like I just stop. People do that. Yes, they have. Okay, yes, they no do.
0: judgment, Mom, So I'm trying. Okay. And
1: I get it. I understand. And so there is no judgment there. No I'm just not about to eat off of it if I can avoid it. Yeah, so, I, like I mean, I do stuff. wipe it. I do wipe it down, but I try not to use it at all.
0: And wiping then. It <laughs> okay. I feel And that. then,
1: and then the seatbelt, you know, so just wiping yes. things down around you. I think also when I get to my destination, so whether it's a hotel or Airbnb, I go through and I wipe things down like I wipe the remote particularly yes. in hotels because the television remote is dirty. so
0: disgusting. Yes. So
1: disgusting. Door handles. Door handles, light switches. Yes. Like counter like any countertop space, yes. I'm wiping all of it down. I'm pulling the sheets back, um taking like the decorative pillows, tossing those to the side, mm-hmm. like I'm going through to make sure, and I'm also going through to make sure that there's nothing else that would warrant my attention to say, like, so what I'm looking for is hair and bugs. Oh, God. If I see any of that, I'm out. Mm. I need a new room. Mm. Oh, no, stains. Unidentifiable
0: stains. 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 I'm out. I'm in a new, I need a new room. Help me, Lord. That is just, oof. Cringe. Okay. Those are good though, Dom. Yes. I would add trash bags. Like I love to pack trash bags, especially with a little one, right? Who we're still potty training. So just trash bags for like wet clothes or, you know, a throw up Mm. bag. You never know what you might need it for, but it's always nice to have a trash bag. We talked about travel size like hand sanitizer, disinfectant wipes. I would say also if possible, like taking breaks and stretching during long flights or road trips. Yes. Just -hmm. to avoid any stiffness. Oh depending on where you're going, packing over-the-counter medications for common yes. travel ailments. So when we went on the cruise, we packed like baby medicine because they didn't have a lot of stuff on board and traveling internationally. Sometimes you may not know the name of, you know, Tylenol or aspirin in this foreign country. So bringing your own is always really important. I allergy medication with that. Too. Allergy medication. Yes, Lord. Allergy medication. allergies act all in these hotels that Did are you dusty got- and moldy. Oh Lord. Yes. Mold. Oh my gosh. I mean I Lord. mean if it's an older no, it's building, fact. if it's no, an older it's right. building,
1: it's gonna have I mean, even in spaces that we work in, right? If it's an yeah. older building, there's dust and mold there.
0: And my allergies act the fool. No, that's good, Dom. You're just making me think of all the dirty things and all the places that people don't probably clean well. And I'm just but no, those are good. I would say also sunscreen. And insect repellent, depending on where you're going. Uh And then the last thing I have, Dom, is vaccinations that are required for whatever place you're going to. So I know years ago, when I went to Trinidad and Tobago, Tobago, I had to get certain, like a bunch of different shots before Uh I went there for the trip that I was going on. It was like a missions trip. So I would say look into whatever vaccinations you may need to get.
1: And also, you know, bringing whatever prescription. So remember your prescriptions and put your prescriptions in your carry-on. Mm, yes. I remember one time being on a flight and our flight was already being delayed. It was a red eye. It was being delayed. And then on top, once they finally got everybody on board, somebody realized that they forgot their much needed medication in their checked bag.
0: What, what did they, they- do? What did they have them do?
1: get off the plane oh and had to rebook them on a new flight oh
0: no that's because we were
1: already delayed and and i felt bad for them but i'm like that's an important reminder to keep your prescriptions on you Mm -hmm. in your on your care in your carry-on so that in the event something happens with your luggage because that's another reason why i also have moved to using a carry-on only is that I've had multiple instances where my luggage is lost or left behind for whatever reason. And so I have, that's one reason why I've moved to having my Mm carry-on. But also what you want to do, another pro tip, if you do check a bag, you want to have at least one change of clothes In your carry-on, in the event, something does happen with your checked bag.
0: Mm -hmm. That happens out of all the years I've been flying down. That happened to me like in the last couple of years, like Mm -hmm. right before COVID. And that is, luckily it was on my return flight home, but that was so annoying. So good pro tip there. And then lady, the last tip that we, or the last category we have for you is enjoy yourself. Like enjoy your trip. You took the time to plan and to pack and to do all this stuff. I will say for me, one of the things I work very hard to do on vacation, I'm speaking about, I mean, wherever you're traveling, whether it's working remotely or whatever, but for me, vacation, I really try not to be on my phone. It's so easy. You see people do it all the time, like you're in a beautiful location and you're taking it a little bit, but then you get on your phone, you're scrolling down. It's like, you could Mm -hmm. do that at home. So really trying to immerse yourself into your environment and just be, I think that's so important. And then also trying to do things that you normally wouldn't do or things that you couldn't yes. do at home. So whether it's try a new, a new restaurant or a new dish or meet new people or whatever it might be and just relax because you deserve it.
1: Exactly. Let yourself have fun. You booked that trip for your enjoyment. Enjoy it. Yes. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self help, advice, self empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance
0: provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at herspacepodcast.com and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me, I am worthy of a happy life.